Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener-supported. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with ICOM. And LDG. An LDG automatic tuner between your transmitter and antenna will match impedances and ensure maximum power output while protecting your finals from damage due to reflected RF. To learn more, visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. A show enough. Well, hello to you. It's been a week. I've missed you. Is that a new haircut? I'm talking specifically to the YLs. Boys, turn back around and please put it on a coaster. As if we're having a large party, you know, up in here. What's going on with you? It's Christian Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. So much to talk about. So much going on in a week's time. And where I am here, just north of St. Louis, about 20 miles, maybe 25 miles. It it just depends on the traffic and the, the route you take home. But I'm about 20 miles north of the city. Work in the city, though. And it is August and we're getting that crunchy, you know, ugh, the grass is everything is dry. It's, you know, July and August weather here in the heartland. And I'm hearing, you know, one of the great things about amateur radio is you can listen. And I do a lot more listening than I do, you know, operating in terms of transmitting. But I do listen a fair amount each day on the ride home. It's about, you know, 35 minutes. When I get home, I'll put the radio on while I'm working, you know, and getting the girls set up for dinner and that sort of stuff. And you get to hear, you know, some people don't want to hear about weather. Some people may think that's a crutch, you know, it's just something that we do and it's, you know, oh, well, they're kind of just vamping or stalling or it's a thing. Some people are genuinely interested in weather and what's going on, you know, around the country. And so I listen in and I try to take the notes of, you know, and some of it just blows right over me because I'm one that thinks, you know, weather talk on the radio is a bit of a crutch unless it's a weather net. It's a way for us to kind of stall and get our thoughts together. And then there's some people who are really into the weather. So I'm just like, whatever, it's cool. But I'm listening around and I'll hear what's happening. Of course, we've got fires out west. We've got drought. You know, we've got lots of rain in some parts. And right around here, we're right in the middle. I'd say we're teetering on not having enough rain. 
And when I say I listen to the weather, I listen to you guys on the air more than I listen to these prognosticator meteorologist type. I just don't, I don't watch the news, man. I did it, I put it on yesterday. My wife likes to get in there the first 10 to 12 minutes of the news to get to the weather forecast. It's just sort of a thing. So you hear 10 minutes of the worst possible scenarios ever. That's one thing about news reporting, and it's not a bash on the media or the press as we start to get a heavy rain now. You may be able to hear that in the background. The local news is going to give you every terrible story in the city. That'll take about a minute and a half. And then they will take you around the country to every terrible story, fire, bleeding, blood, whatever that happened anywhere. And in the olden times, it took a, a lot longer to hear about these stories. Some of this stuff would be perhaps considered legend. In the olden times, can you imagine? Hearing the news like, you know, two and a half weeks, came by horse, hearsay. Did you hear about the factory blowing up, catching on fire, all the citronella candles? There won't be any mosquitoes in St. Louis for years. And the good old saying, if it bleeds, it leads, is still true. And it's 24 hours and everybody's talking and everybody's got an opinion. It makes me sick. I'm tired of it. Let's see some action. Let's see some results. That's what I want to see. I'm bored with it. I'm bored with politics. You never want to see people get hurt. Of course, that's everything on the news, but... It's also these talking heads that fill time with opinion. Eh, keep it. So as I ask for rain and say we're just a little deficient, we're finally getting it, and here it comes. You can kind of hear it pinging around. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening uh, around here with 100 watts and a wire. I got to say, I'm really happy if you were listening up front before the show. LDG Electronics has become a sponsor. I'm very happy to have them because, as you know, if you've been listening to any portion of the last 161 episodes, I like to have sponsors that I actually use. I do have an LDG tuner, and it will tune lickety-split. And I have one. This is a family business. And you know I love that as well. The small family businesses or where I'd like to be. Kind of let's lock arms. Let me help you introduce your products to a different audience. And maybe we can rise together. You know, it all helps. So I'm very excited to have them. Like I said, I've got an LDG tuner. I take it out when I do portable operations, and it works. It works. And they have a new one. It's an auto tuner. You don't even have to push any buttons, I don't think, if, if just one button to maybe not use it. I'm going to ask about that and check into that. But, you know, you're out there in an emergency. You're out there operating in a park. You don't have the best antenna 
system available to you or a compromised situation. This is the kind of tool that you want to have. So I welcome them, LDG Electronics. Check them out online and uh, poke around and see if there's something there for you. Happy to have them. That's one of the major things about amateur radio that really bugged me out. And it was really what poked me into creating this podcast and this community. It just seems that we all need to compromise, right? We have to compromise in our daily lives, in our jobs, in our home life, with our wallets. So why is it that people will break your on the heels of welcoming a new sponsor, perhaps I shouldn't say, you know, stop breaking balls, but stop breaking balls. That's a whole problem. Not the whole problem. It's just part of it. You listen around and everybody's telling you what you have to do and how you have to work your antennas. And if you don't do it this way, it's wrong. Sorry, I'm not subscribing to that. And it's almost, you look back and think, maybe they just don't want more people in this hobby. Maybe they just want their own little group of people who have what they have because they're out there busting each other's stuff. We all don't have the ideal situation. We all don't have the deepest pockets. Our antenna systems maybe need to be compromised. And when you're out in an emergency situation, I'm sorry, you're not going to be sticking up a triple stack Yagi on a 200-foot tower. You're going to throw up a wire in a tree and hope for the best. You're going to hope that you've got the right tools to make your radio happy to get your signal out. So 100 watts in a wire really originated from people telling me you have to do it this way and then me going, yeah, okay, let me try and see if I can do that. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do that. That's expensive. How am I going to do that? And it was getting to the point where I don't know, man, maybe this is just a hobby for rich dudes. You get in a little bit and you think, "Uh uh-oh, okay. It seems that many people have to compromise You have to compromise your antennas. You're not going to get the big radio systems. You may not have an amplifier for a long time. I'm trying to keep this to a short rant. But if you want to know the genesis of this program, and then the 100 Watts community on social media took off because I created a space where it was okay not to know everything. It was okay to come and ask questions And I put a good group of moderators together. I mean, these are war heroes. Air Force, Marines. Hear that? Oh. We need it. And yes, indeed, I am unplugged. So if you're new to 100 Watts in a Wire, welcome. Welcome to our new sponsor. Everybody's welcome here. You don't have to run 100 watts and a wire. You can do 1,500 watts and a Yagi. I'm not looking down my nose at you. You're welcome here. We're just talking about, hey, this is how things started because of. And we touched on this a little bit last week, episode 160, where, you know, we had someone checking to the net with a G5 RV and... uh, He had heard on 80 meters 
Perhaps this gentleman checking in did not have the G5 RV, but he heard on 80 meters or 75 meters phone a couple of brothers banging around a guy who had a G5 RV and just, you know, at 100 watts told him you need more than that. You need more than that to talk to us. Not, you know, and it kind of set me off a little bit. And I'm only touching on it because of the reaction that came back in the last week was supportive of this. They've heard it. And they've moved away. You know, and I think it's by design. I think these yahoos that have these small crews that get together, they don't even like each other. But they do like each other enough to stay in one pile and only talk to each other. And they don't really want us there. That's fine. There's plenty of frequencies for us to go and chat. Don't be discouraged, friends. If you're just getting into the hobby and you need to have a G5 RV antenna, or you need to put your antenna in an attic, or you need some sort of loop antenna, a mag loop on your deck or your patio, do it. Just do it, man. Just do it. Oh, Lord. I'm glad you found us, though, and you can look for us online in the social media world if you like to if you'd like to ask questions and you'd like to have some options now many people who are listening to this show more than half of the people are not even doing social media so it's not like okay you got x amount of people on your facebook group that's in support of the show many people for one don't even know we have a show You know, there is a big divide in, say, the age of people who are listening to podcasts and even know what that is and amateur radio operators. So it is, you know, it's harder to reach everybody with a podcast. It's not like we're on a 50,000-watt flamethrower telling everybody, hey, listen to us tonight. The beauty about a podcast is you can listen whenever. Listen, whenever. But many people who are finding us don't do social media through their jobs. You know, Zuckerberg upset them and they just, nope, they want more privacy. And I get it, totally get it. If you're new and coming up or if you're an Elmer who is patient, social media is for you. And this show right here is the intersection of life and amateur radio. And I'll talk a little bit about my week and my antenna system in the antenna garden next. From wireless to Wi-Fi, this is 100 watts and a wire. The competitive edge you've been looking for is here with the IC7851. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this flagship HF transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, a spectrum scope, dual receivers, and a digital voice recorder plus the IC7610, the SDR every ham wants. And just in time for contesting season, this high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The new ICOM7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. And let's not forget the IC7300, changing the way entry-level HF is designed. 
This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. To learn more about all of ICOM's HF radios, visit icomamerica.com slash amateur. Here's Christian, Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. Well, thank you, Earl. And so much happening this last week, and I had my antenna analyzer out uh, several days. It was the week where your cables and the connections, the PL259s are just not, something's up. You know, I don't know. I went out looking to do a little bit of cable management. Definitely after a little repair there, I had a 40-meter antenna during the week. Oh, it's two weeks ago now. Not this past Sunday, but the one before. I was uh, making a contact with the station, and it's all of a sudden disappeared. I was no, no power out. I'm like, what? No, I, I checked the, uh, the SWR meter, and the SWR was like 6 or 7.3, and I was like, oh, no. Switched over to the uh, dipole up about 50 feet, same band, 40 meters, and continued on that way. But it set me off outside trying to figure out what's happening, and I did a um, sweep of the monoband antenna for 40 meters, a double bazooka, and I thought, oh, this thing, because I love double bazookas, but they're a pain for me. And it all goes back to me pulling these legs uh, through the trees, you know, moving them around. And that centerpiece right there where they connect, the legs connect to the centerpiece of that antenna, I believe, is the place that needs to be beefed up somehow. I need a deeper understanding of the double bazooka antenna overall. It's also known as the coaxial dipole. I like it. It's quiet. You can, you can hear things. It does really well for me. But I had some experiences with that centerpiece and where the legs connect, and I think it's vulnerable there. Maybe I need to get in there with an antenna maker. I mean, look, that comes off being a little weird. MIT is what, you know, developed this antenna. MIT is, you know, pretty smart guys and girls, right? Girls can get the MIT. They wouldn't even call. They won't even take my calls. They're like, <laughs> Christian Kutnick is calling Christian. That ninny. Oh, I'm sorry, he's not here right now. Mm-mm. I don't know what MIT does. Great work, right? In the 20s, early 30s, they came up with the coaxial dipole. What we are calling now. A double bazooka antenna, perhaps for marketing purposes. Anyway, that piece right there, those legs and that centerpiece, something in there needs to be stronger for me, or at least, you know, folks like me working in the trees. Anyway, I took the antenna down. I put up another dipole. Same result. I'm like, son of a... And this is me being a newer ham needing to be able to test the coax first. I was told, you know, put a dummy load on it, check it out, make sure you, you know, put your meter on it. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm a little short when it comes to Ohm's Law, okay? You know, getting my uh, watt meter out or my uh, multimeter out, in other words, 
better words, accurate words, getting my meter out to check the ohms on a piece of coax. Mm, I'm not quite there. So what I did was, and I, I just need an Elmer to, to, to show me how to do it one time. This particular day, uh, that was not there. It did not exist. I've got, you know, people on speed dial and, you know, text messages. That's kind of how things go with my Elmering because I'm out in the sticks. I'm away from people and they're away from me and they're in different states. So it's kind of like, what do you think? Well, I think that's probably the benefit of a club. Although still... Charlie would have to jump in his truck and drive out 40 minutes to get to me, you know, around whatever. But anyway, look, I didn't test the coax only to test the SWR. And when I see a consistent level, 7.3 from the beginning of the band to the end of the band, I'm thinking uh, coax connector. I look at the coax connector, change the coax connector, Put the double bazooka back up there, same result. Bring it back down, put another antenna in there. Bloop, same result. Well, that's a lot of physical work, man. The sea child needed to be working at the coax level. All this up and down, 50 feet up and down, legs spread out. Oh, sounds sexy, but man, it's a lot of work, and I need to get to the coax level first. I know the coax to my switcher is fine. Other antennas are reading fine. But, you know, putting the ohms meter across the coax is what I really needed to do, and I didn't do it. And I didn't do it as the last possible thing. You know, and swapping the coax is what I needed to do. I still don't know what's going on. There's a short somewhere in that coax. Maybe it was nicked. I noticed that I had taped it at some point. That maybe, you know, somewhere in the run it was nicked, exposed. Maybe you got water in there. Friends, we have to learn together testing the, the coax. Because I could have saved myself probably a couple of hours at least if I'd have been able to put a meter on that coax uh, with a dummy load to just check that thing for shorts. I need to know how to do that. Your boy needs to know how to do that. I went all the way. I went to the back side to try to figure out the problem that was on the front side, and I could have. So, again, 100 watts in a wire is, look, I consider myself a newer ham, and once I have 25 years under my belt, I still will consider myself a newer ham. I'm still trying to figure things out. I didn't go to school for engineering or electronics. I'm on this side of the microphone for a career, right? So now trying to figure out the back side of things, uh, it can be time-consuming. You can make mistakes out there. But this is the intersection of life and amateur radio. Not everybody went to be an electrician. Not everybody is an engineer. Not everybody has all of the experiences that you may have. I invite you to share them with our community. But this is one for me. Multiple checks, multiple antennas running back and forth. The 259s were changed, replaced, same result. Replace the cable, bingo, ba-bang, you're in. Just uh, could have been a better way. Could have been a better way. And learning how to put on the ohms meter or the multimeter 
to check for a short or something going across that coax first would have saved me some time. I hope it saves you some time in the future. A couple of things happening, uh, notable things that are happening I'd like to invite you in to listen to. Before I wrap things up for today, I don't want to get too long. I've already been preaching up here and about to break a sweat talking about coax. Uh, Tom, uh, W5KUB, he's got his amateur radio roundtable on Tuesdays on W5KUB.com. He invited me to come on that show next Tuesday, and I need to check the, uh, oh, Lord, what is the date today? Let me see if I can grab the date. Today, uh, as I'm recording this, is the 7th, Uh, so looking ahead, let's just get to my calendar, make sure I'm giving you the right stuff. Oh, man, the calendar wasn't even right. Oh, so the 14th, okay. So on the 14th, that's next Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to this, but August 14th, um, if the Wi-Fi and all that internets work out well for us, I will visit with Tom, W5KUB. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but I can tell you, uh, I know that Emmett, from Radio Waves, spend some time there. He talks antennas. I catch him when I can. I don't listen to a lot of amateur radio shows or watch them if they're streamed. Some I do. Some I don't. I've got a young family. We're always on the go and, you know, family first. So if you can, next Tuesday, the 14th, visit W5KUB and see your boy. I'll be on there. I don't know what he wants to talk about. You don't think it's an ambush, do you? Do you think he's bringing me on this show to give me an ambush? Tom, I, I, Tom, you seem like a nice guy, but if you ambush me, I don't expect that at all. He seems like a, a lovely man who does a great service for amateur radio. And I found Tom covering the Dayton, all the big ham fest. Tom packs up his wife and his crew and all his gear and He's streaming as he's driving down the road. I thought, huh, this is cool. I can't go. I'm sitting at work or doing whatever I'm doing. Old Tom Medlin's got me. He's streaming. There he is. Stopped at the country buffet for a while. And then he gets to the ham fest. Whether it was Dayton or Huntsville. So you're there. You're not there, but he's there. And I think, and I I will tell him because I don't know if he listens to this show. I was just invited to go on his and said, ah, okay. I don't know if he listens at all. But I will tell him here and tell you that that's his strength. That's, That's the gig right there. The fact that he will take you to a ham fest when you can't be there. And he talks to people milling about. You see them there shopping. You look at their puzzled faces like, oh, should I? Buying it. I better call mama. He's got it. He's got it right there. It's on the camera. So if you're available, and I'll uh, I'll post this on social media as well. Eight o'clock Central Time for me. I don't know when he'll bring me on the show. I may. I don't know when. I don't know if I'll be there for the full ride. Uh, Dave Castler is also there, who we spoke to in Xenia, Ohio. The OG original OG he's uh, doing really well with his YouTube he's there Martin Jew from uh, MFJ usually checks in so good company 
W5KUB next Tuesday. Your boy will be there looking like the guy who does not know how to check coax for a short and will work around everything until it is... Look, I got to the answer. I figured out what happened. It just took me a little bit longer. So, uh, you know, back off. Also, you know we have a Sunday evening net. Thursday nights were getting a little wacky. People have vacations. People doing things. You know, it's just too much. Too much going on. And Sundays is now the home of the 100 watts of the wire net. I plan to be there as much as possible. I also have help in Maine. I have help in Washington State. And my plan is I will bring in guests from time to time. This week, Neil, Neil Rapp from Ham Talk Live. And I've known Neil for several years. He's been one of the guys that's been nice to me. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I've been on his show before. WB9VPG, Neil, at one point was the youngest licensed amateur in the world, in our universe. He was five Banging out code. And that actually spells nothing. I am a no-code ham. Sorry. Neil, at that time at least, I don't know if he's lost it or not. We'll talk about it maybe on the net. So join me with a special guest, Neil Rapp from Ham Talk Live. He also does Amateur Radio Newsline. We sort of cross-pollinate there. I've got friends there because I do some work there as well. Amateur Radio Newsline is a cool thing. And we'll bring some different guests in so you can work some of these other people. This Sunday, 7 o'clock Central Time, 0-hundred UTC. We run for two hours. This past week, uh, Steve, W7UDI, he went a whole hour later because we weren't on 7188. We were on 7192. No restrictions, no nets behind us. And every minute that goes by, on 40 meters, Steve comes up because uh, it starts early, you know, 7 o'clock Central Time, awfully early for Steve. So he's kind of down in there in the beginning, and I'll start and run for a little bit, and then I'll send it out to Ian, W1JIW in Maine. It's a little later there. He sounds great. Then we send it out to Steve, you know, pass it around his first pass. It might be a little low, but by the time it gets back to Steve, Again, he's coming up. He's coming up. He's coming up because it's getting darker out there. Later out there, and on forty meters, he's you know he's sounding great. So we uh, he just went. I was like, all right, dude, I'm going to bed. I want to watch the death and blood and screaming and violence and buildings burning for ten minutes to get to the weather on the news, and then I'm going to sleep. Well, yes, still early out west, man. Pacific Northwest, beautiful place. And um, beautiful signal. This week, I welcome Neil Rapp to join us. WB9VPG of Ham Talk Live will take your calls with me. So please mark that on your calendars. And uh, again, we'll, we'll talk about that on social. And maybe he'll, uh, he'll mention it on his show as well. So it'll be cool. And we'll do that from time to time. Sunday, it's a different kind of net. It's a different net. We get second, third shift operators who can't do it on a t- uh, you know other days or Thursdays, Sunday nights. Put that in your calendar, 7 o'clock Central Time, and we'll get you in.
I hope you get the rain you need. I hope the fire stop burning. And remember, look, I don't care who you love, who you vote for, what artwork is hanging in your house. You know, people are people. And if we talk to each other a little bit more, we're going to find these common threads. And that's really what 100 Watts and Wire is about. We're trying to maintain the common thread. The politics, the race, the religion, those are things that are personal. Those are personal to you. Let's focus on the things that uh, bring us together as people, right? Right here is a big one. We've got the amateur radio love. Not that you're loving amateur radios. All right, I got to get back to work. Maybe some of you are. Look, I don't know. Some of these things are really sexy, but I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. A 160-meter antenna. Those legs on that thing? Ooh, Bridget Bardo type stuff. I'm talking about young Bo Derek running across the beach in 10. 1978 Farrah Fawcett poster. Sexy. I've gone to a place now that I need to pull back. Just pull back a little bit. Let me think. I'm still thinking about Farrah Fawcett. Rest her soul. And Raquel Welsh. When I was a little boy, these are the names that were just, you know, holy moly. Sophia Loren. Okay. Lots of beautiful people in the world. And uh, look, let's wrap things up. Whatever's happening where you are, the rain has stopped. Now here comes the sun. So we just got us a little dose of water. Make the grass grow. Hopefully the crops and the farmers are doing okay. Uh, But whatever happens, whatever you do, take care of yourselves, take care of your families, and by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts and a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com. 